So, there, that's what Windows security alert to help protect your computer. Windows firewall has blocked some features of this program. Uh, no, I don't want to block this program. I it didn't block it earlier when I was recording, so that's just weird. Right, and we're on. Okay, uh, this is, wow, what's it, third, fourth, fourth or fifth session of this adventure, I think, isn't it? It's, it's probably looking at being the last one, but I could be wrong. Does mm -hmm. anyone want a reminder on uh, what happened last? Yes, please. A couple of yeah. weeks ago. Okay, so, um, glossing over stuff and getting more detailed as we go, you had travelled to the village of Gertsen in... Uh, I knew there was another file I needed to have open. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Let, let me get a map of the... It, a, isn't it? Let me get a map of the Empire up. It's, yeah. um... That strange one that has weird customs. Yeah, I keep wanting to call it Anderfels, but I know that's the German area in Dragon Age. So, Sigmar's is... Um... Do... Uh, ah, Avaland, yeah. of course. Good old <coughs> Yes. Um, just sort of near the entrance of the Black Pass, which is a legendary pass that goes through the World's Edge Mountains. Uh, I believe Blackfire Pass is infamous for being infested with orcs and goblins, and very dangerous indeed. Or that could be the other pass further up north that I can't remember the name of. Right. That's probably infested too. No, there's there's green skins everywhere. No, mm -hmm. and, and that that that's not saying it in the same way as uh, you know the Planet of the Apes films and stuff. Mm. Like that. It's just a fact, quite simply. I, mm. So yeah, you, you remember that? Ah, uh, okay. I've left my list of NPC names upstairs. <laughs> uh, so you know Farmer Veldig asked for people to come work it, to protect his land during the harvest season and you, you've come to the town you've saved his two sons from a pack of beastmen on the road well it's a small pack of beastmen mm -hmm. sort of bunch really and uh, he's very grateful he's happy to offer you employment but it's going to be a few weeks till the harvest season starts up so he doesn't really need you yet plus he's got no one to actually work the harvest because they've all gone on strike at the moment uh, which you haven't mm -hmm. looked into that much. Uh, you're aware the, the local girl, uh, something to set. I she had a slightly Bretonian first name. It was it wasn't Alison. It was something else. That, uh, uh, she had fallen from a bell tower and perished, and her body had been laid out for burial the next day in the church, and the chapel had been broken into, and the body's been taken. You also know that there's a standing stone in the clearing near the, near the village that the locals like to go to and talk to and sometimes they'll like dance a maypole around it in in spring and in summer and stuff like that. Happy rock. Yeah, the happy rock, exactly. The happy stone. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it makes them feel good and they, they whisper to it and share their secrets with it and it makes them feel better and helps them ease their conscience. Um... You found out that... Shall I just go and get my list of NPC names quickly to make this a bit easier? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. 
then I'll go take a piece of the meanwhile. Yes. And I'm back. Okay, okay. Okay, so yeah, Mildred, the the woman, fell from the tower, has perished. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went trying to find the body snatcher, and were mm-hmm. on to find him. In the uh, uh, in the, you came upon the clearing with the happy stone. And you saw an old ruined watchtower up on the hill. Mm-hmm. So, being adventurous sorts, you decided to go and investigate. And in the catacombs beneath the ruined tower, you discovered an undead chaos warrior. Mm-hmm. And defeated him, and took from him a mummified hand. That was on it. Indeed. <clears throat> and the hand is a magic item of some sort. Mm-hmm. Turn back, because your wizard has told you. So it must be true. <laughs> He's not sure what it does, but he knows it's bad. Precisely. Uh, upon return to town, you spoke with the priest who had not dared to interfere when the chapel had been broken into, and spoke to the locals a bit, and found out that Mildred's father, Pierre Henri, lived in the village. She so went and had a word with him to let him know the funeral would be delayed. Mm-hmm. and met his other daughter, Hilda, who was a, a war widow, and a bit bitter about it. And she pointed you to the painting, which I can describe again if you want. And <coughs> she would be quite happy to get rid of it. <coughs> and it was painted by a local artist called Dieter Friedrich, who's now older and retired, and he, he paints the window sills and window shutters and stuff, with window mm-hmm. frames of, in the village, and he he now spends his time growing flowers, which people put in their window boxes and make the village look quite pretty and happy. And you were headed to speak with him about this mysterious painting. Yes. Which the wizards sold. Yeah. Um, you feel the painting is not magical, but uh, Stefan, I'm going to let you have another sense magic roll if you want, because it's been a while and you kind of really botched it up last time. Last time. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, 2d10. Yeah. The 1d100. 
It's the 100. Oh, damn, no way. Alright. 98. Oh, you have no idea. That's okay, cool. Fine. <laughs> yep, fine. Really, that's fine. That's uh, yeah. Right. <sighs> so you you head through a village, and you easily identify the cottage of Herr Friedrich. Mm-hmm. He uh, he has easily pointed out to you, and he will gladly um, you know pe- people will say, oh yeah, he lives there. That's his place. And you can sort of easily go and knock on the door, whatever, if you want. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yes. Uh, Sigurd walks up and uh, calmly knocks on the door. Mm-hmm. There's a, a bit of shuffling around. And uh, after a while, a voice asks, Who is it? Uh, <coughs> Sigurd. Sigurd Fellhammer. Just here to have a little chat with you. Oh, I don't know the name. Hold on, I'll just just open the door. And you hear footsteps approach the door, and it opens, and there's an old man. He's got a cap on and a pair of glasses. But they're slightly cracked. So, yeah, he spent a lot of money on those, you know. Uh, he's got mm. a bit of a... He's wearing a smock. And he's, he's got a bit of a smile on his face. He says, oh, hello. Um, can I help you? Good day, sir. Um, are you perhaps the uh, the illustrious uh, painter here in town? We've heard so much about. Oh, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> he sort of smiles and he says, I'm, uh, I'm Herr Friedrich, if that's what you mean. But, uh, but what did you want? Why, why don't you all come in? What? Come in, come in. He sort of asks oh, you in. You. He says, oh, shall, I, shall I put a kettle on the fire and, and put some nice. tea? That would be nice, wouldn't it? I wonder in afterwards. Thank you. What does his garden look like? What does what? His garden look like? His garden looks very lovely. He's got lots of different coloured flowers growing in in rows. And I'm now looking at the, uh, at the Skype interface to see who's portrait should be flashing when I'm hearing my voice coming back at me because I'm getting a bit of echo from someone but no one's flashing so I don't know what that is I shouldn't be getting echo from me it was a very yes it happens to me occasionally so I'll try to turn it down a little bit hold on it, it's not really that bad it's just a little little bit I turned it up um, earlier because it's like really boring outside so Ah, okay. ah. Right, so yeah, um, he's got lots of flowers, different coloured uh, and different breeds of flowers arranged clearly. So he's like making like batches of various things to, to then say, oh, you can have some of these and some of these and stuff like that. Nothing looks oh, wow. What? I got an entire word's worth of echo then. <laughs> <laughs> to actually make it out, but it seems to have gone again. So that's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's nothing odd about it. Uh, about the garden. Um, do you want to make me an intelligence? Uh, not an intelligence. Let's call it. Uh, yeah, intelligence check. I would potentially say willpower, but 
We'll go with intelligence for now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you a plus ten on this one. What the hell? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No, don't see anything unusual about the layout of the garden. Okay. There's no herbs regarding brewing type substances, or anything <laughs> like that, is there? <laughs> There's no apples. No. Um, unfortunately, with that roll, she's not so sure. <laughs> that's I'm not talking about me looking for it. Is it something yeah. to do with? <laughs> oh, air? yeah. I've yeah, you know, I'm thinking of you know. You meant uh, something else. I thought you meant a different kind of herb entirely, which could possibly be in it. <laughs> if it's anything to do with drinking of alcohol, I'll probably want to roll for it. But if it's nothing to do with alcohol in this particular garden, then I'll have no idea whatsoever, because if it's not involved with alcohol... Say there's an apple tree by the side of the garden, sort of like, oh, overlook, it's outside his garden, but it's kind of like leaning over his garden wall a little bit. Uh, yeah, right, okay, and, fine. And the garden wall is only like three or four feet high, you know, that's no big deal, but it, it's just sort of overhanging a little. Oh, no. Apple tree. Don't know what it does. I eat them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, you know, sometimes... I'm, I've forgotten that cider's made out of them. I rolled an 80. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have no idea about cider. It certainly reminds me that cider's made from apples, I remember, but at the present one time, uh, I've forgotten. Think, Look, apples. <laughs> and the connection has not been made. <clears throat> well, get the bad rolls out of the way first, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we head in to the house. Yeah, I wipe my feet, because that's what humans do when they're going to races. They wipe their feet. <laughs> right. So, yeah. He puts the kettle on and and starts getting some tea, you know, some tea leaves from a, an old tin. Essentially, if, if you've seen those old tobacco tins, it might be a little bit like that, but uh, yeah. And and also, it it's quite empty. There's not much left in it, and it's obviously not very often used. It's tea expensive oh. this time. Yeah, it come all the way from cafe to the east. Very expensive commodity, you know. Yeah, just like the Victorians were. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he sits down and says, "Well, now, what have you, what have you all come to see me about? This is well, quite, quite a large gathering." Uh, well, we shall get straight to the point then, I guess. Uh, a few years, a few years ago, you uh, you painted a certain painting. Then I'm, I'm gonna roll up the canvas. Yeah. And I was gonna the say you got it like rolled. Up. I, I actually imagine him like standing there with it rolled up behind his back, saying, "Yeah, uh, what us really? We want to. Yeah, you haven't guessed yet. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on." Precisely. Uh, and I I show him the painting. Now I don't remember what I was going to ask him. <laughs> says, oh my, yes. About the girl, isn't it? About the girl in it. Oh, this is, oh look, there's the knight on the horse, there's the woman with her hand in, trailing in the water with the, uh, with the chain and, and the trees. Oh, I How remember this, yes, yes. How were you inspired to paint this? He says, ah, yes. Bit of a story about that. Oh, let's hear it then. Um, well, you see, uh, when I was a, a young thing in my 
in my uh, in my younger years, you know. I look for a place to sit down to listen to a long story. And, uh, you know, I was I was a talented artist, and I used to draw and paint, and, you know, the, the young lads in the village who I was friends with, they used to rib me on a bit, you know, a bit of a bet, a bit of a dare. And one year, as it was approaching the witching night, you, you, you know, of course, of Geheimnisnacht, don't you? Well, that's right. mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I've got this... I always wanted to call it Geheimnisnacht, but I think it's Geheimnisnacht. I'm not sure. If I, if, if uh, yeah, I can you spell it for me? Uh, I'm going to have to look it up now. Cause, uh, if I the second letter, it's I. If it's uh, E the second letter, it's E, isn't it? Or something like that. Because in German, E-I is I. No, no, no. I'm not sure if the I is in the first or second syllable. Ah, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? <coughs> yeah. <coughs> mm, okay, it's spelled like this. It's either... Ah, that wasn't to the entire group. It was just yeah. for you. It's, it's either... It's one of these two. I think it's the second, but I'm... Oh, that's Geheimnisnacht, yeah, Geheimnisnacht. Yeah, but I always wanted to pronounce it Geheimnisnacht when I was younger. Well, Geheimnisnacht. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that when I was, like, pre-teens, very young, I always wanted to pronounce it differently. Not because I thought it was spelt to be pronounced differently, but because I preferred that pronunciation of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, Heimlichnacht was coming, and, uh, you know, a few of my friends, they bet me that I wouldn't have the guts to go into the clearing with the happy stone out in the woods where there are beastmen and goblins lurking, <coughs> and to stay there for the entire night, and to paint a painting, to prove it, while I was there. Okay, I will. Sounds like interesting. Go on, go on. Yeah, so, so, um, it was, it was Geheimnisnacht, and I went into the clearing with my easel and my paints and, uh, and my powders, and I, I chewed a little weird root, and, uh, I don't quite remember all the details of the night, but it was so vivid, and I, I remember this, this feeling that the stone was alive, and it was talking to me, and, you know, I, I can't remember quite how everything went, but looking at that painting, I can tell you, yes, yes. You see, the, um, the, the dark knight on the horse, he represents the tower on the hill overlooking the clearing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the, the woman, she's the stone, you see, because she's, she's a prisoner and she wants to be freed. And the, the tower keeps her prison, uh, it keeps her enslaved or imprisoned. I can't remember exactly. Something to do with the hand and the chain, but I can't quite uh, make it out. And uh, it's very evil. And um, the reason her fingers are trailing in the water there is because part of the top of the stone had fallen off, you see, and landed near the water. And and it, it kind of felt like she wanted to dip her hand in the water, so that's what I, I felt it was. Um, is that any help to you at all? We've very much strange so, uh, yes, my hand is very strange. You can look at it right now, isn't it? <laughs> leaning I'm over, kicking, kicking the dwarf <laughs> on the leg, and going. 
No. <laughs> I'm allowed to sit here. Of course you are. But, what uh, are you I kicking me for? I, I think they're brewing ale at the uh, at the inn. We should be going. Hey, now he tells me. I'm very sorry. Got to go. Good luck. <laughs> 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 nice story. <laughs> Back tomorrow if you need any more. So, so he heads out and heads off towards the inn. What are the other the others of you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for uh, Stefan's character because obviously it's his round because I'm pushing him <laughs> forwards. <laughs> for not telling me earlier. Thank you, thank you for thank you for the uh, interesting story. He says, oh, yeah. "I'm just hurry up. It's opening time. I'm pushing him towards the door." Okay. okay. I apologize for these two, and then I leave. Oh, that's all right, dear. At my time of life, you've seen this kind of behaviour from before. Usually from young people who, who, who um, heard too many strange tales from books that mention dice. I, I don't quite understand it myself. And he sort of ushers you out and shuts the door and settles down to enjoy a nice cup of tea. And oh. then you'll reheat the rest of it later himself. Yeah. Well, as I said, I'm pointing out to Stefan's character. If we're late at the bar, he's buying the first round. Um, sorry, what a ruse. So yes, isn't wanted to. Got a bit of whiskey in his tea, or, or a little bit of alcohol to give it that little bit of extra kick. But oh no, I missed a stiffener on my tea. Oh damn. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> you get for being so impatient. All right. So where uh, are we now? Maybe we should try dipping the hand in water. Ooh. Mm-hmm. How about that? What do you guys think? I don't know. Yeah, it might be an idea, but might not be an idea not to dip the hand in water, because he did mention the word evil. I did pick that part up. Yes, but I don't think you listened to the entire story, as you tend not to yeah. do. <laughs> well, you interrupted me. You said something about ale. Yes, don't you blame started. me. We need to do change the subject. Indeed. Well, no. Uh, what I got from the story is that the hand wants to be whole again, so... Well, the yeah, hand wants to be whole again. Didn't you say the hand... The tower was portrait, evil. But doesn't the hand in the portrait represent the piece of stone in the... That's missing, yes. Yeah. Yes, precisely. So there's a piece missing from the happy stone, as so they call it. Perhaps so. That's the the you've, you've seen that piece, that fallen piece that's by the yeah. water. It's yeah. just lying there, you know. <laughs> Maybe you should put that on top of the stone to see if it, you know. Jumps all again? Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. have to have a ladder to get up there, but, you know. <laughs> if you don't mind, I'm going to try to sense this, uh, this hand again and see if I can, can get okay. any more. Please, Maybe if you have chaos stuff near me. I'm going to give you a bonus to this. I'm not entirely sure how large the bonus is. It'll be at least plus 10. It could be plus 20. But, you know. Uh, it's will, right? Yeah, I think so. 41 oh yes, 2 degrees of success. 3 oh, with okay. your pluses. Um, you are aware the hand is magical. You can sense the powers, um, the power about it. It seems to be drawing in magical power from the surrounding area uh, and whilst the majority of the winds of magic in this area are flowing um, as usual, they do seem to be diverted slightly towards the clearing with the standing stone 
However, this, this hand is also drawing in some small portion of, uh, of Dar, the dark magic. Mm. And this is something you didn't pick up on earlier. There are small tendrils of magic from the hand reaching out towards the painting. Whilst the oh, painting that's itself, the weird thing I yeah, Whilst the painting itself is not magical, the hand is trying to use the painting to do something. Hmm. Or, or the painting is like a trigger for the hand. You're not entirely sure, but it's certainly interesting, you know. Indeed. Um, I explained this to hmm. Jeff's character. Good luck. <laughs> you will not say it to me because I want to burn it <laughs> no it's not an easy concept to get your head around with a sort of late medieval early renaissance mindset but give it a try <laughs> it's very easy for mine it's dirty or evil magic it's a thing of chaos burn it <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's your name again Jess? Anna Anna right, so Anna. um uh, dwarf if you excuse me, I'm going to uh, have a, a private chat with Anna for a while. Go and get oh, some that's what it's called oh. nowadays, is it? Oh, private it's chat. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Rick sort of says, Hey! What a Don't worry, yeah. you can join. <laughs> go, go join the dwarf. Go join the dwarf. <laughs> yeah, um, why don't you uh, order some tricks and we'll be along shortly. All right. Rick sort of takes the dwarf into the inn and I'll have to go checking beer prices at the end of the session because you've got the money to afford it. But it all doesn't yeah. run in time. <laughs> two pence. Yeah, two pence. Yeah. It was tough on each, wasn't it? It was two or three pence. It's not exactly a lot. No. Okay, so, Hannah, um, try to, uh, what you say, loosen your mind a bit for this. Um, what kind of do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, Alright, she looks at suspiciously, but then she, like, lets it go, listens. Okay. Yes. Um, we may just uh, feel the world quite, quite differently. You, I guess you've heard about the winds of magic. Uh, yes, you've mentioned it before. Yeah, precisely. Uh, that's uh, like a, um, a lake or air currents or something like that in the closer vicinity, at least, uh, which drift towards magical things. And, um, well, the winds in this area drift towards the pond and also, this hand, he grabs the hand in the, uh, <laughs> and he's flailing it about, mm-hmm. uh, seems to want to access the painting. But uh, the painting okay. itself is not magical. Um, it, it starts to get the, uh, Sigurd starts to get the impression that the painting itself, whilst not a magical item, is possibly a catalyst through which the hand is able to work. So, the painting is not magic. No, but the it's something magic. to do. Is the hand thinking? It doesn't seem it's to be. Thinking, per se. Uh, <laughs> it's more of a primordial instinct. 
but games to use them by itself. Yes, precisely. It wants to use the painting. Uh, maybe we should keep it far away from the hand, then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. You you take the painting, I'll take the hand. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I've got to honestly say, this is the first time I've mentioned I've, I've run this adventure where a group got hold of the hand before they got hold of the painting. <clears throat> or even saw the painting. So it's kind of amusing for me to see it playing out a different way. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, didn't I have a nightmare about the painting? Uh, you had a, a nightmare about something. Oh, yeah. You had a dream about being in the clearing painting the painting. So yes, you essentially were sort of sharing or reliving part of the experience. And... When you were painting the painting, you looked down and saw one of your hands was all shriveled and bandaged like the mummified hand. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, that was your dream. Indeed. Uh. Well, is there a safe place we can keep it? Can you create yeah. some kind of, I don't know, box that keeps magic out? <coughs> it's not that strong. It, I think <laughs> it needs to be direct contact with it. Um, oh, it, it's, yes. So, uh, an arm's length away should be fine. Alright, I didn't think it would be a good idea for us to split up, even though we have, you know, uh, the painting in out the hand. Well, I think we should travel to the clearing, though. <laughs> um, Alright, and so I guess we should tell... Yes, indeed. And have a drink as well. About what time of day is it now? Oh, I think it's maybe getting on for lunchtime, possibly a little before lunch, an hour or so. (coughs) And we did say we couldn't see this guy the next day, as in today, about the job. Mm. Is uh, the clearing or the farm... More than the half day away? No, nah, not really. They're both within a mile or so. They're not. It's a small village, and the clearing is like half a mile outside the village. Okay. So you you could probably easily get to both. Oh, that's good then. Hmm. Uh, oh well. Shall we go to the fetch the others? Yes. The bikes. I think I could use a drink right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you move on back to into the, the inn. Would you like to get lunch at the inn before you move on? Of course. Good idea. Okay, lunch will be a couple of pennies more, but nothing major. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll buy a beer for the dwarf as well. He's got the most money of us all. I was thinking, yeah. I've got more money than the rest of you put together. Right, right. yes. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it quite possible that the fact that he has the l- more money than anyone else in the party is linked to the fact that he keeps getting people to pay for things for him. <laughs> no, actually, last time I bought things for other people. Yeah, um, no, I'm just joking, know. you know. But it's a case of, uh, you know, he told me that it's you know, something about drinking and he had and he withheld that information until halfway through a conversation <laughs> elsewhere. Uh, and so we missed part of opening times, you know, and so it's a case of, hmm, okay, 
The bar is open. What the hell are we doing here? Obviously, I was unaware that the guy's going to put something, uh, you know, something extra into the cup of tea or sort of stay <laughs> there because it's been better quality. You know, a cup of tea oh. with a stiff note would have been much, much better to my, more to my taste. But hmm. I didn't know that. So, um, okay. So just, just to double check, where's the group headed again? Clearing. Uh, okay. Um, you head to the clearing of the Happy Stone and when you arrive, it's it's just like before, you know, it's a small clearing in the forest, there's a, a standing stone standing off to the side, mm-hmm. beside it there's a lump of fallen stone near the pool with the haze of, of ever-present mist hanging over the pool. And that big patch of dug up ground that wasn't there last night. Oh, wait, it's not like last time you were here at all, is it? No. Yeah. There's a big patch of, of ground that's been dug up and filled back in again recently. And it looks like it's about six or seven feet long and about three feet wide. It's a grave. It's a shallow grave of the girl yeah, or something. It is. And it wasn't there last night. Okay. It's quite light, so they probably did it today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very fresh. Oh, it could be that girl, as I say, from the church. Um, well, all right. Is, where's this part of the stone that fell? Um, it's that about... should be the one over there. About three or four feet to the right of the stone, near the edge of the pool. Is it anywhere near the grave? Uh, no. The grave is kind of 15, 20 feet your side of the stone. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, I'll stay away and I'll circle around to the stone part. Are we up for some uh, grave robbing, perhaps? <laughs> well, I, I want to investigate the grave, because I'm thinking this is possibly where the girl was buried. Um, yeah, you know, fairly recently. She's missing a hand. Exactly. Amongst <laughs> other things. Well, that would be interesting, yeah. Mm. Did anyone bring any digging implements? Um, not really. Yes. <laughs> I have my staff, my trusty staff. Mm. Is anyone being... You can't really. You can like stick it in, and wiggle it about a bit, and dislodge stuff. But you can't really. Um, can't really. Use a branch. Up. Take a branch off and dig with that. You can dig with a branch, break up the soil, and push it into the side. I, I really don't mind if anyone wants to run back to town and get a digging thing. That's fine. If they want to dig without a digging thing, it'll just take longer. You know. Have a corkscrew yeah. and an iron shield. <laughs> oh, it's a shield. The shield is nice. You could mm-hmm. shovel it with it a bit if you want to like scrape earth away. I'm not going near the grave. I'm going towards this part of the rock. Yeah, uh, I'll run back and get some, uh, uh, get a shovel. Okay, so while you do your right it'll be like 20, 20, 30 minutes maybe. Okay, while he's away, what are the rest of you doing in the clearing? I am digging near the rock. You're digging mm-hmm. near the rock? The part mm-hmm. of the rock that fell. How big is it? I don't know. Um, about, about seven inches across. Heavy. Um, it's kind of like a little bit larger than your head. You could probably pick it up and lift it to your shoulders with both hands with a, a great deal of effort. But, uh, hang on, what's her strength again? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, she could probably lift it almost to her shoulders, but not not for longer than a few seconds. And uh, she could probably carry it like stooped over or, or clutched very tight to her chest a short distance. But beyond that, she'd probably need a bit of help. I just want to look it over to see how it broke and if it's, like, you know, puzzle it out of where uh, the... Essentially, if you imagine a a square corner on a cube, mm-hmm. 
what you know the stone isn't isn't cubical it's um it you know it's like tapers towards the top and it's got a flat top uh if you imagine like but the corner is essentially the same you know if you imagine that corner then imagine like a diagonal shump going down through it taking off the corner which then fell off uh, but the corner's not sharp because it was quite worn, so it wasn't quite that much of a corner by this point. So it's kind of like a, a large chunk of rock. Hmm. So I could like position it sort of towards the the way that it should be, but not yeah. lifting it up. You, you could you could sort of pick it up onto one point, wiggle it round, and put it back down again in the rough position and orientation it should be in if it was then lifted up and put on the stone. Yeah, not a problem. Um, I look around, uh, let's see if I can find things that make up a mortar, um, you know, like a cement type thing. Because obviously, if you try and stick something, a piece of stone, into another piece of stone, ah, you need some ah. form of gluing stuff, you see. You want uh, so, uh, skills, don't you? You have... Uh, uh, yes. We have missing from your character sheet your craft skill, don't we? What yeah, we said stone. We did, we, did, we did say stone last time, so... Okay, that's going to be um, probably intelligence, I think, but I'm, yeah. uh, I'm not going to, like, argue and say you don't have that, whatever, because it's, it's no big... Yeah. Um, it would be uh, intelligence uh, plus ten effectively, because uh, it's a uh, dwarf-related craft. The crafts are different ability skills. Um, okay. Because I've got something it says... Hang on, hang uh, on. Dwarf craft. Yeah, I'm just... That's anyway, it might be academic. It's well, going to be intelligence-based, though. I might as well roll the dice. No, it might um, not be intelligence-based. It might be something else-based. But roll anyway, and okay. we'll see if you get uh, 22. So agility, that's at least one level of success, more potentially. Um, but if it's agility-based, then, yeah, okay. You um, it's find fine. most of the ingredients you'd need to mix up a mortar if you were planning on affixing this back in place. Yeah, okay. And then put some together in a, a hole in the, you know, dig a bit of a soft bit, put them in, get something like uh, mm. a wooden, um, uh, what do you call it, mug thing, you know. Uh, and start, like, mixing. Um, a wooden t- tankard and add, add the milk water in after I've done the mix. As you're mixing up the cement. Um, let's see. Ooh, interesting. Okay, yeah, you're able to do that. That by this time, Sigurd is mm. has easily returned, and he's a mm-hmm. bit confused about what you're doing. But you're back. yeah, back. Yeah, because if crafting's under intelligence, that was two levels of success. Otherwise, just one. Yeah, it's kind of asking, well, standing around asking what you're doing and stuff like that. Well, if the stones could be attached to that, you need to stick it there with some form of mortar. I'm making mortar. Um, can we have a perception check from Sigurd? Technically, it's the second one he should have made, so you have to have a re-roll on this if you want. <coughs> okay, um, as you enter the clearing, uh, the hand twitches. I know you're not holding it out open, it's like in a pocket or something, you just feel it twitch. Yeah, hmm, strange. Hmm. I... I... I take it out and hold it by the chain. Okay. I'm just going to restart the recording. Hang on a moment. Okay. <coughs> Hello, oh, everyone yeah. again. <laughs> so, yes, the hand has twitched and we are recording once again. You you pull the hand out and it's not twitching. It just twitched once. Hmm. 
strange indeed. I'm going to try a sense magic again, see if it wants anything different. Oh, yes. Go for it. I'm actually going to give you a plus 20 on this one, because it's a skill. Uh, Don't need to. 23. (laughs) Okay. Yes. um, Whilst the hand is... uh, It's not radiating magic so much as drawing it in. The stone is drawing in a lot more dark magic than the hand. And there's there's dark magic reaching out from the stone towards the hand. So it's definitely trying to reach out and touch somebody then. It wasn't just to happen to like you. Um, if you were really... If, you're not, if you can actually pass an intelligence check with a minus 10 penalty... Uh, yeah. And if you can't, it's no biggie, but... Oh, yeah. Four. Wow. When the, hand, when the hand twitched the, in your pocket or your pouch... The the movement was one or one or more of the fingers moving in the direction of the stone. Hmm. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> Hand in the pocket, thing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Good job. We're not in company. Um. <laughs> hmm. So anyway, I'm stirring up and adding water and getting the mixture just right. Um, so are you still planning on digging or, um, yeah, standing watching at the moment? He's happy to help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has right. help lift afterward. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be happy to help you lift it because he'll get to stand close to you when he mm-hmm. does it. <laughs> of course, he won't be able to go for anything because both his hands will be busy. Okay, so you start digging. You easily unearth the body of a young woman wrapped in a white cloth. Mm-hmm. She's been dead a short period of time. She's got soil on her. Uh, unfortunately, she's got all the injuries of someone who fell a good 30 or 40 feet to her death. Mm-hmm. Is she missing a hand? No, she has both her hands. Except her face down. Mm-hmm. Uh, she landed on her front. She she hurled herself down. So she face. Very, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Although, whoever buried her seems to have taken care to try and squash her body back into some form of what it might have once looked like before the injuries. Strange. They clearly cared for her very much. It might be the, uh, the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Ah, it might indeed. <laughs> Is there any... Probably ask the stone to resurrect her or something like that. <laughs> Is there any tracks that somebody could look at? Ah, w- does anyone have the follow trail skill? I think Rick has. I'm going to look. Uh, F. No, so it will default to survival with a harder difficulty. Outdoor survival, which he also doesn't have. So it'll be I a do. Chance. Ah, because you would do. Okay, so outdoor survival at minus 10 then, because you don't have the skill, the actual follow Okay, What's it based on outdoor survival? Uh, probably intelligence. Yeah, intelligence. Okay, minus I'm 10. So now, while you're doing that, I'm going to check if follow trail is a skill or a... Yes. Talent. Yeah, it's a skill, so yes, it does default to another skill, you know, because it, if it's a talent, mm. then it's like, oh, bugger. Mm. Mm-hmm. No. My chance? You, 
there, there's plenty of tracks in the clearing. Many of them were left by you guys. You'll yes, exactly. be able to find any inclusive ones that might lead out through any of the few small uh, mm -hmm. paths that head out of the clearing. Yeah, I feel that was a failure in my case because I'm that one's bad. Well, you have fortunately found the body of the poor crushed Mildred. Yes. We're unable to unearth any more evidence regarding her abductor. We should bring her back to her family. Yes. Well, that's a proper burial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since that's where she was stolen from. Yeah, hallowed ground and all that. Important. Uh -huh. So, um, shall we try putting the stone back into the other stone? If you wish to do so, I've got some mortar and pasty things here. Right. Yes. I, I can see one slight problem with the, with this plan. Well, I need a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> he needs two problems. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. the, the problem was that you got the three humans can pick up the stone and put it on top of the big stone, which the dwarf will have been able to smear stuff all over the top of, but he can't reach. Well, but smear it on the stone. Yeah. 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 It's the stone we lift up. Now, yeah. whilst it's less of a problem, it does mean you guys are going to have a slightly harder time gripping it. No, no. What if you use um, a stick just to smear it up there? <laughs> it's over. If you do I that, eight. All you okay. have to do is smear it on one side of the stone, hold the underside of the stone. After, well, sorry. That's the thing. One person sits as, it's not one, a, one, It's an irregular lump. So one person sits on the other person's shoulders. While you while you can smear it on the, the contact side of the stone, people are going to need to grip the edges of that side to lift it. So I'm not saying huge penalties. I'm just saying be a little bit uncomfortable and awkward. People's fingers go sludgy stuff and ugh. put in yeah put in a um, a piece of cloth or something so they don't get their fingers messed up and etc. It's simple. It's and I, think the, I mean, wait, people, wait, people. It's what? actually evil time. We 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 we're probably used to digging food with our hands. So, so um, a, a little concrete on your hands. It's they're not going to be like go. That's disgusting. It's just going to start like splodge. Ugh. Okay, you know. Yeah. The main thing no. is, is that essentially it's not going to involve any dice rolls or any penalties to dice rolls. I'm just letting you know that it's a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. You know. Right. Who's going to sit on whose shoulders when they put the stuff up on top of the stone? That's all you need to know. Is it going to be me sitting on shoulders and administer the uh, the paste, or is it going to be a human on top of a human? Uh, well, I could reach it from here. One human could probably administer it if they were standing on tiptoes a little bit. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, if you've got a proper line of sight to do it properly, it would be better if somebody sat on top of somebody's shoulders. It would be easier to do that way, that's what I'm saying. It would, but that would involve dice rolls, and it could end badly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, someone might pull and crack their head on the rock or something, you know. I think he's the tallest of us, right? Yeah, uh, I, think I'm I believe he is. But, let's see, five foot ten. Hannah's five foot ten. Oh, my God. Uh, five foot nine, and mm -hmm. is... Five foot six. Hannah is the tallest of them. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I guess that'd be me then. Mm -hmm. And I've got the magic resistance. And so, um, <laughs> foot seven. <laughs> yes. I'm a tall dwarf. Yeah. Okay, so she smears the grease on, the greasy stuff on. You, you pick up the stone and you paste. Yeah, yeah. I want grease. That'll legit fall off. Pasty stuff. 
you swear up. You, you, you heft up the stone and you put it in place. Paul, give mm-hmm. me another craft stonemason roll, please. Uh, ooh. Uh, yeah, mm, yeah. Craft comes under what? Uh, intelligence. I need to th- let you know very shortly. Because... Well, I get plus 10 to it and I rolled a 36, so... It's not a skill, it's a talent. That makes it slightly ah. to... Um, as it can't be a talent, surely. Um, ah, trade. That's why I couldn't find it. Uh, <laughs> trade stoneworker is agility. Oh, really? It's, ah, it's my word. Oh, in other words, yeah. I rolled a 36. Even with a plus <laughs> 10, that was a 28. So that's one level of failure. Okay, so the three humans heft up the stone. And how many levels of failure? One. I failed by eight eight points. So you got a 22 then. I rolled a 36 out of 24. Oh, sorry, 12, my apologies. I failed by 12. His agility is 19 because he's increased it. So he failed by one. Um, Let's say it's just one degree of failure. Um, you, you put it on, and it sort of sits in place for a bit, then comes loose. But fortunately, okay. it's not so soon that the three people who put it up there have to dodge, because they can see it coming loose and get out of the way before it falls down and lands of a funk again. Okay. It doesn't uh, land in the water? It doesn't land in the, in the water this time. Because it wasn't that bad. If it had been like a really bad failure, then it might have gone sploppy. But I, I do get plus ten to the actual skill when I'm actually using it. So if it's agility, I get plus ten. This is actually twenty-five. When it lands, it rolls a bit and is further away from the stone than it was the last time that it had fallen. It's very near. I'd like to ask a quick out of character question, which I should have asked before, but it felt too. Um, when you came to put the the top of the stone on. Did you leave the hand back with your stuff, or did you just leave, bring it with you with all the rest of your gear? I have it back with uh, in my pocket. Yeah, so I'm, I'm simply asking: Did pouch. you leave your pack, leave your packs by the grave, or was it like just last thing to do before you go, put the stone on top, so you got all your gear with you, sort of thing? No, I'd probably leave it to be honest, but. Uh, oh. It was in my pouch, so it mm. should be with. Uh, it's in the uh, tied leather pouch around my yeah. belt. So I'm, I'm essentially checking if it's on your person or if it's. It's on, my, it's on me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, at, I'd like a perception check from everyone, please. Okay. And if need be, I'll roll one for Rick in a bit as well. Uh, oh, five. Is it down? Uh, do you have a different? No, no worries. Uh. Intelligence. I'm pretty high in intelligence, so I think that one will do. I almost make hmm. three levels of success, but I missed it. By I'm a, um, I passed by twenty nine points, so yes. two levels of success. Okay. I make it by one point. Cool. Oh. I'm gonna roll one for Rick as well, and oh, those really aren't the colours they looked like down in the bag. <laughs> Now, is that the, your dice you're talking about, or the stones in, uh, in this pouch? I, I, I picked up the... I looked in the bag, and I thought... I looked you know, in my percentiles, and I saw the, the orange pair right next to each other. I thought, oh, that's handy. I can pick them out without having to rummage around too much. Reached in, picked them out. Out came 
one of the white ones and the red one. And I looked in and saw the orange one, one of the orange ones next to it, and the other orange one on the side of a bag, and I went, that's just weird. That's not what I saw at all the first time. Right. Okay. So, uh-huh. I got 31, so I passed by five. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do a quick check for Rick as well. Oh, he got two degrees of success as well. Okay, who got less than one degree of success? Anyone? I think, hey. would that be me, or how much is the degree? Uh, a ten so success is a degree of success. Twenty points of success is two degrees of success, and so on. All right. So yeah. Me, me and just okay. The degree of success. Uh, the two of you see um, something different about the stone as you as you're reaching up to li- <coughs> to lift the stone towards the top. Um, the light just seems a little bit different. Uh, however, Sigurd, as he was leaning towards the stone. Uh, you know, leaning closer to it to put the little bit on top. He sees a slight bulge in the surface of the stone, not on the side nearest to him, but on the sort of front side to the stone, because you're like round the... Because it's not a... It's like there's a front side and a back side and two side sides, and you were trying to put it on one of the corners, but it would be a, a side corner sort of thing. So on the front side, there's <coughs> there seems to be a slight bulge in the stone momentarily, then it's gone back to the <coughs> Did I notice that at all? I'll admit. Uh, Rick observes slightly more than that, and Argrim observes even more. Essentially, mm-hmm. what it looks like to Argrim mm-hmm. is, you know what it looks like when someone puts their hand on a curtain and pushes? Yeah. That kind of bulge. Because he's trying to escape from the inside that, the stove. That kind of bulge, but not a hand. It's not big it's enough not for a hand. hand. It's the right size to be a wrist pushing up against the edge of the stone. And the mm-hmm. stone bulging ever so slightly under the pressure, and then it sort of seems to relax and go away again. And, uh, and, and you're distracted You're distracted by this as the stone sort of falls and tumbles, and, and then when you look back up to the stone, it seems to have gone back to normal again. Uh, don't want to worry you people, but the stone just moved. It looked like um, some form of stump of a wrist. Yes, it wanted um, to get the hand. Mm-hmm. I have it in should keep the hand away from that thing. I don't know. Yeah. He's standing yeah. right next to it. <laughs> We're trying to put a stone on top of the, um, where it fell off of, and it's asking for a hand. I'm not sure if that's a good idea, that stone actually moves in that way, with a uh, sentence of its own. I, I learned that word, sentence. To, if I'm to be honest, I think we should complete the... The, uh, the stonework stone with the yeah the stonework and I actually think we should give it the hand since uh, it was kept by the chaos warrior for some reason. Well, that's about a reason enough not to put any of the stone on the thorn. Um, Sigurd, burn. I can have a magic yes. sense check, please, <coughs> with a plus ten on it. Die. In fact, I'm, I'm tempted to say possibly a plus 20, but I'm going with plus 10 this time. Uh, you know. <coughs> one degree of success. Okay, the entire standing stone is magical. Now, yes, now whilst you're aware that um, the entire standing stone is gathering magical power to it, uh, you're also aware that the stone is incomplete, and, mm-hmm. the, um, and the section of the stone that has fallen would complete the stone once again and make it whole, 
now you're not sure entirely what this would do because you're not entirely certain of the enchantments on the stone if you want with that role you can sort of pay a bit more attention to it and study it for a few minutes and try and get a feel for what kind of magic it is. Yes, please. Um, all right. <clears throat> you attune yourself to the... Um, there's two kinds of magic about the stone. Uh, it seems to mostly be amber magic and jade magic. And the carvings upon the stone are elven. And to, to your mind, you know that the, the magic of the Wood Elves is closest to the, the Amber School and the Jade Schools kind of magic, as opposed to any of the other of the eight schools of magic. Uh, yet, so you're not sure what kind of spell, what kind of natural spell is on the stone, but you can also tell there's something within inside the stone that wants to get out. Uh, and the spells keeping it there are kind of like a prison to keep something in. And the, fall, the fallen part of the stone has weakened the prison. And if you were to restore it, the prison would be strengthened. Ah. However, now, the stone well, is also drawing a lot of dark magic to it, as well yes, as amber magic and jade magic. Uh, I try to attune myself to dark magic and see if... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely thinking about killing this character now, aren't I? You know. <laughs> Do you, you have wanna, no idea what I'm doing. Do you want to make me another no, no, no. dark magic uh, check, uh, sense magic check, then? Yes, uh, I'm going to see if I... Back in a second, while he commits his soul to the killer's um, waist. While he's doing this, standing there, almost touching the stone, sort of sitting, studying it, leaning, the rest of you get to make a perception check, because his, his senses are attuned to another... Not another plane of existence, so much as like another colour spectrum, a bit like the way that um, dog whistles, dogs can hear them and humans can't. It's kind of like that. He's, he's looking at things a different way. Okay, two. I got a two. So I got three. Ooh. On my magic sense row. Did a great success. Okay. So. The, the little bulge appears in the surface of the stone again. It's about three and a half, nearly four feet off the ground. You know, around to have the door or a wall when to push. And it, it does seem almost like some kind of stump pushing against the stone. And Hannah also observes that his pack twitches, his, his, um, his pouch twitches, as if something is, is trying to get out. Something uh. sort of jerked in the direction of the stone. If it wouldn't disturb him too much, I'm going to try to slip his pouch off his belt. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to put your hands near his belt. <laughs> okay. uh, Aren't we glad Brick's not here tonight? This is well, agility type stuff, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I ask something before? Sure. Yeah. Uh, do I feel the dark magic being drawn by the thing inside the stone? Um, with that kind of role, yes. However, it could be being drawn by the surface of the stone, which is also, um, you, you know that the, the, the green, the jade magic and amber magic spells are on the surface of the stone and inside it as well, permeating it, but mostly on the outside. You're not sure what kind of magic is in the heart of the stone. 
but you know that a lot of dark magic is being drawn in. Uh, you also mm-hmm. know that whatever was in, is in this stone that is missing the hand to get down. was placed, you know, the hand was being kept by a Chaos Warrior. So, so he probably had a vested interest in keeping it here. Indeed. Um, I got a 39 versus the 42 of my agility, so... Okay, I'm going to have a quick check on skills uh, to see... Because I'm thinking it's probably a sleight of hand kind of skill. To see if it's an advanced skill or a basic skill. Because if it's an advanced skill, you might... Uh, Hmm. <coughs> it's not a basic skill. It goes uh, under concealment, doesn't it? Um, possibly, but I'm I'm looking to see what it could. I'll do it this way. Careers. Scroll all the way down to thief. See what they get, or pickpocket, or something. Um. Okay, near there. Thief would be before Fug. Yeah, it should be. But I'm a student. Okay, <coughs> sleight of hand is a skill. Does she have the sleight of hand skill? Um, I don't think so. And I'll check now to see is a SL advanced skill, which means you can't try it without the skill. Uh, I'm happy to... I'm happy I can't to... Take Sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say, I can't just take his badge off of his belt. Uh, I'm happy to make it a concealment check, uh, bearing in mind that you're not quite stealing. Well, you are in a way, but he's, uh, he's engrossed in something else. But possibly with a penalty... So let's have a look and see if she's got that skill. <coughs> Concealment? Yeah. No. So it would be at least half chance. I'm afraid he notices. Uh, there's a bit of a tugging and he looks down and says, hmm? What? It's okay. I'm, just, I'm taking the hand away. Okay, what's happened? <laughs> <laughs> she put her hands on his pouch and he looks down and she says, that's what he taking the hand away now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fumbling with your belt, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and his pouch is, yes. Um, yes, if Alex was here, he's risking, you'd be laughing at that, he definitely would. Yeah. Right. Oh, well. Can uh, I just be, be off his belt? Yeah, well, when I notice her and she's Fumbling with my, mm. fumbling with the hand, I move back from the point. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Ow. Because obviously. That's my toe. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sort of stepping back and bumping into someone without making yeah. the thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a prison of some sort. Yeah, some strange reason. Trying to get the hand back, so let's move it away. Yeah. For some strange reason, I have this image of the uh, of the scene from Ghost with the uh, with the pot of clay and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. With, her trying to put, with her trying to put her arms around him, fumbling for something. You know, I think. <laughs> I don't know. But yes. Argrim. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Argrim. Yes. Uh, Argrim. Yes. Picks up the uh, stone again. That should strengthen the prison, please. You will, okay. okay. The stone complete. I don't know. Why and 
Okay, um, so uh, would, would this moment be the perfect time to remind people of one very interesting feature of the girl in the painting? She has both her hands. No, she has one hand in the painting. But you can oh, in the painting she's got yeah. one hand, yes, right. Um, her eyes were very unnatural looking. They yeah, were... Emerald black. No, yes. they, they were <coughs> emerald green. Well, like, like, uh, <coughs> bottle green. But mm. they weren't, they weren't like pupils and, and whites and irises and everything. They were just, like, the entire, entire eye was the coloured bit. Uh-huh. Like, mm. like, maybe insect eyes or something like that. Um, Obviously, they were, like, highlighted in the middle and dark around the edges, but they were just, like, all one solid colour. You know, uh, people know what elves look like in that uh, setting. Yes, elves in this setting do have eyes that are all one solid colour like that. Alright, well, I wouldn't well, know that. Um, no, m- no, most normal people in the Warhammer world have never even seen an elf, because they're quite rare. Okay. Although I might have seen an elf since I had mm. one. So they did seem a bit like elven, elven eyes, possibly. And the carvings upon the stone are definitely ancient elven carvings. You know, if you mm-hmm. had an elf in the party, you could read and write. You might learn a hell of a lot from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, whilst I have never actually given exact wording to the writing on the stone, at the end of it, I would gladly let you know what it says. Approximately, mm-hmm. you know. I reckon it's an imprisoned, um, a, a dark elven spirit has been imprisoned inside this thing and it's trying to get out and people feel happy around it because it's trying to tempt people to come back to, with the hand so it can be whole again. And it's obviously tried to escape previously, hence the chipped bit off of the stone, and that's we've got to put that back to complete the prison. But uh, as I say, I'm not the one with magic sense, so I, you know, since uh, player knowledge, well, players, you know, you can have incarnations along a similar line if you want, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know anything about the actual the auras coming out. Otherwise, I'd definitely mm. say for a fact it is actually a dark creature imprisoned and it's trying to get out and we've got to stop it getting out. So keep the hand well away and put the stone back on. But I don't see the auras, so I can only... Yeah, but you can tell us it was a prison, so let's get the prison back <laughs> Yeah. I'll okay. stay away and... Uh, Okay, can I stand on Rick's back or sit on his shoulders and put the stone on top? But looking down at it, because obviously the height issue, um, and actually put it on top. Shall I I, uh, answer that question with a question or answer it with an answer? Well, either will do. I'll answer it with a question. What is your agility? I'll answer it with an answer. Your agility is 19, and you're asking if you can stand on someone else's shoulders and balance whilst... No, 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 you didn't. I said sit. (laughs) I know, it's just a case of even so you may overbalance. No no agility is required because I'll just lean against the stone. Uh, If you pick the thing up and potentially naturally lean backwards, it it is of an issue. (laughs) I lean in forwards. And down there, so she could just... Yeah. So what are you what are you wanting to try and do? Because this could be very difficult. I want to I want to sit on on somebody's shoulders, okay? Mm-hmm. And then the stone put up to me, and I get some of the uh, you know the um, pasty stuff I made up, slaps them on, and put it on. I mean, it shouldn't be so much an agility type thing there. It should be the strength of the person who's going to pick me up. Yeah. I would have thought um, is the issue. I'd like to point Not out my... that Rick 
is nine in, is sorry eleven inches taller than Argrim and weighs ever so slightly less. It's not so much a matter of strength as a matter of relative bulk and balancing and being very top heavy. <laughs> so How about Hannah sit on Rick's shoulders and do that, and Argrim would be the one that would lift it initially up. Okay, I'll do that. What are you trying to do again? And it's it's it, uh, you know, or, spring or, head on his shoulders. You're right, Rich is really going to, to enjoy that, this. Yes, I know. Her thighs will be around his head. <laughs> <laughs> or we can just go back if it's only 20 minutes to go back each way and get a blasted ladder. <laughs> or ropes. Ladder. Hmm. Is it simpler? Or, less balancing? Or you actually put it up like you did last time. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Well, I we mean, have one less person because you got to stay away. Yeah, but that's a two-man job anyway. Yeah. I mean, Three of you squashing it a bit, really. So, so if we get a ladder, it'd be a one-person job, and there'd be no agility checks because there's nothing like a rope drive. You know, it's just step on the rope and it's you know the rungs and walk upwards. How much is a ladder, bargain, please? Um. I've got enough money, just how much do I just, just know too much when you're losing. I'd have so much as go back to town, find someone who's got one and say, hey, can we borrow a ladder? And I go, yeah, sure, help you out sort of thing. It's only a little village, okay. you know. Okay. However, and now don't yeah. point out that if you go back to town and uh, come back with someone who owns a ladder, who's happy to help you out and carry it back, they're going to see this... There's a hole in the ground with a dead body beside it that's gone missing. And they're going to draw some kind of conclusions about you guys. No, 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 no. <laughs> we get the lad, we take the ladder ourselves alone, nobody else, into the <laughs> really? woodlands. We really, take the guys, ladder. guys, guys, yeah. don't make it harder than it is. It's just I'm putting not... the damn stone on top of another stone. It was just bad luck that it fell over last time. <laughs> I can barely hear you, Stefan. Uh, sorry. Yeah, you're a little bit quiet at the moment. Yeah, I said uh, it was just bad luck that it fell over last time, and now we have the the residue from the uh, the okay. thingy. So it All right. Stick better this time. Okay. Right. Make up some more paste. Pass it up. You know, <laughs> you did last time. Do you want to make me another um, <laughs> agility check because it's an agility based? Not me, because I'm not the person at the top. You, you, yeah, no, 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 no. Not, this isn't agility to place the stone in place. This is agility for the mixing of the mortar, because it's an agility-based skill. <coughs> we don't have anything left from the last time? Uh, yeah, you okay. Do, I'm, I'm just going to roll better than last time. <laughs> I rolled a 12, which is less than 19. In fact, it's 29 is the actual... Um, Thing because it's a craft, yeah. so I have got uh, a pass by 17, which is one full measure of success. Of his time. He's, he's made an improvement. Uh, mm. it, it, it clearly hadn't set enough last time. You, you managed to lift the stone back and put it in place. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to ask for a um, uh, sense, a magical sense, sense magic type check from Sigurd again now at this point. Oh, yes. Oh, that's Three degrees of success. Okay. The um the stone is drawing in dark magic at a at a lesser slightly lesser rate than it was before. 
and the and the amber magic and jade magic about it seem to be growing a little bit stronger. And and whilst the hand is still drawing in dark magic, it's drawing in a lot less than it was before. And the dark magic that it had been drawing in and holding seems to be dissipating. Ah. That's a relief, I guess. Uh, I'm looking up in the trees, looking for the uh, aberrations that is there anything? A rogue magic. <coughs> They're still chittering, but they seem to be slowly withdraw- like dispersing and, and slowly going away. Uh. It's weird. If you can imagine them swooping down flying, but imagine that backwards. So they're sort of flying backwards, up and away, rather than uh. turning around to fly away. It's, it's a bit weird, and, and they're sort of crawling backwards through the trees, which looks a bit more natural, actually. And, and going down into holes on the ground that aren't really there. It's all very strange. Sigur? Yeah, yeah, what? Is there anything you could do with your fire to strengthen this? Yeah, sure. Uh, I, I, can I strengthen it? Or should I just look um, at I'm not sure. You might possibly be able to um, do Spend some... the money by hand? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Say what? Burn the mummified hand? Yeah. Quiet cleansing fire. Hmm. Interesting. I do. Magic dart is fire, right? Yeah, it can be fire if you want it to be fire, you know, because you're a burning wizard. We can even move the the girl from the grave and put her on my shield, and then uh, we can put the hand in and burn it there rather than... Yeah, that sounds like a good thing. Mm-hmm. And scatter yeah, the ashes afterwards down there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I have a time card with me, so I'll put the hand in that and burn it okay. inside the time card. Have a, have a perception check from people, please. Uh, you have to tell me just, um, Sorry, Jess? If it's um, hearing-based at all? It's uh, it's not. It's vision based. Okay. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't pass. Nor do I. Two levels of failure. Fifty-six. Okay. Time to I roll ninety-five. No, it doesn't Essentially, at this point, you're not aware of it, but towards the end of the scene, uh, as you're sort of leaving the clearing, you'll notice that the the mist above the pond is slightly thinner because it's slowly starting to dissipate as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mist wasn't a magical thing as such, but it was like a kind of side effect of the mag- all the magic effect happening around the stone. Okay. Uh, well, I, I burned the... I put the hand in the, in, in mm-hmm. the tanker and I burned it. Okay. Do you, do you want to make me a spellcasting roll then, just to see if you really horribly cock it up in some bizarre way? I can't copy it very much. No. Actually, as long as you don't roll a one, you're probably fine, you know. No, I roll a nine. Oh, that's fine, yeah. You you sort of summon a uh, a small glowing sort of uh, lump of flame into your hand and tilt your hand and it drops, almost oozing like magma into the tankard and then begins to burn the hand. 
Uh, at this point, something rather strange happens to the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, it shrieks. Oh, what a surprise. A, a rather wordless sound. A sort of, sort of, uh, sort of, <laughs> sort of thing. You don't have to do that. And, um, and as, as the flames lick around it, the first thing you observe is that the bandages burn away. Mm-hmm. And the second thing you observe is that the skin begins to lose its wrinkles and become smoother and firmer. And then the fingers kind of fuse together uh, and and grow and the thumb likewise grows in bulk and length uh, until it's transformed into a pincer-like claw that's a disturbing pastel shade, kind of lilac-y purplish. And, and, then it, and then it sort of melts into oozy and oozy puddly yuckness in the tankard and is gone. Mm. Uh, we probably shouldn't lay this in the ground. We shouldn't put it in the water either. Uh, <laughs> uh, put the cap on the tankard. Yeah, cap on uh, <laughs> and uh, bind it with something. <laughs> You're going to take mm-hmm. it to dispose of it somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, at this point I will gladly tell you that you have effectively completed the adventure. Yay! You are the only group to have not released the demonette from the stone. <laughs> awesome. Including the group who impaled the hand to the ground, to the floor, to the, of the clearing with a spear and wiggled it and taunted the stone until the demonette actually stepped out and was all weakened because mm-hmm. the hand was near enough for it to be able to free itself. A um, few little things you haven't found out. Uh, Farmer Veldig's land, yeah, he, he was good on the deal and would have been okay to hire you guys once all this stuff had been sorted out. So you had time. Uh, but not all of the local farmhands are refusing to work on his land because when he bought the place, he bought it with all the old deals and contracts and stuff and the former owners of the place have for many generations given the locals grazing rights on certain portions of their land which he has ignored and denied them. So they're boycotting his employment at the moment. So that was an issue that could have been resolved. Uh, the other mm-hmm. thing missing is the young farmhand, Johannes um, Faulkner. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Mildred were courting. <coughs> and they used, they used to meet up by the Happy Stone to be together. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and Mildred didn't like the priest because he's an old drunkard. And she mm-hmm. just wanted to be buried by the Happy Stone. So, uh, the reason that she couldn't find Johannes recently is that he discovered that he was turned into a mutant. Okay. Uh, on his on his bed, uh, across his stomach, he had a forest of fingers that were all individually articulated and wiggled without his control. Mm-hmm. And he was able to kind of hide that by wearing a big sort of, you know, uh, fur jacket and make it look like he just got a bit fat. They, they did wriggle and writhe a bit, and he was very self-conscious of it. And he'd also um, sprouted a third eye at the base of his neck. 
um, which he could just about hide under his collar, and he'd grown enough to kick in the chapel doors to steal the body. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, was it him who watched us in the forest? Yes, it, it was him who stole the body and ran off into the woods. Mm-hmm. Essentially, she missed him and she came looking for him to find him, and he was too ashamed of his mutations and he hid from her. And she mm-hmm. became depressed, and the demonette used the painting to whisper to her and suggest things that it could do, that she could do to, to grant it the power to release itself. Mm-hmm. And to her that it would reunite to her beloved one mm-hmm. if she did these things, and she she found them too abhorrent and hurled herself from the tower, committing a suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you did go and find the demonette's hand, which needed to be restored to it, to gain the strength to free itself, mm-hmm. and you didn't give it to it, and you mended the prison. If, mm-hmm. if you read the elven uh, writings on it, it would tell the story of how two powerful chaos forces clashed there many centuries ago, and one was left upon the field of battle, badly wounded but not defeated, and so they imprisoned it within this stone to keep the world safe. Mm-hmm. And, they, and the chaos warrior uh, stayed up in his old keep, in his old tower on the hill, with the hand, sort of watching over the field of his victory, sort of being smug and proud, and eventually mm-hmm. he passed away and became an undead creature. In fact, he rose recently because of all the chaos power in the area because the stone was damaged so the demonet was gaining strength. Um, mm-hmm. The little goblin in the, in the woods, he'd come because the demonet was pulling all the monsters in the area to come in and mm-hmm. sow confusion and destruction to enrich the chaos powers in the area and increase her strength. There, there was one monster in the adventure which you did not encounter with, yes. uh, if you'd gone into the woods further, beyond the, <coughs> the mountains, you would have found a cliff with a pile of broken bodies beneath it where most of a whole tribe of beastmen had hurled themselves off the cliff like lemmings to fuel the power of the stone. And at the top of the cliff there was a minotaur who was like the patriarch of the tribe and he was very conflicted and upset because he didn't want to jump off and kill himself because he... He knew he had to protect the remaining members of the tribe. Mm-hmm. He could speak quite eloquently and could have given you some more useful information. But he didn't know right you know, you solved, <clears throat> well, I would say you solved the puzzle and completed the adventure. You completed the adventure and mm-hmm. improved the situation greatly, so everyone will get bonus loads of experience points of that. I'm not sure how much. Let's say about mm-hmm. 150... Let's call it 120 each to, give, to take everyone up to a nice round 500 total experience with 200. Okay. <clears throat> I'll have to have a check on my things and sort out uh, my character for that. Yeah. Um, but I won't be doing it now, now. I should be doing it another time. I'll, um, I'll ask how everyone enjoyed the adventure. Oh, yeah, did enjoy that. Yeah. Quite nice. Interesting. Um, Especially when you saw it said there was sort of stump of the hand uh, arm coming out of the mm. stone. I think that looks like a prison, and this <laughs> looks like a break of the prison. <laughs> so I, that's Indeed. why I got that. I mean, yeah, I know I actually heard what I was saying with regarding to the uh, magic test, but I saw that. I think, hang on, that's yeah. a prison. It's I don't know who or what will to work it out. It's just that the hand hasn't been in the same clearing as the stone for, you know, the last <laughs> five hundred years. A long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. 
I know what I'm going to race. Right. I can do it immediately. A ten, I'm cool. going to gonna buy the skill, I think it was Arcane <laughs> Lord. So I get yeah, you're going to buy a magic list. Yes. Okay, let's have a quick look, because uh, Realms of Sorcery, there's free available to you, because you've taken a bright college. Yeah. Uh, there's the default one and the other. Uh, magical Law, let's see. Um, I'm trying to remember. One of them is the default list, and I can't remember which for each school. Is it... Um, I have no idea. The one... They're labelled Arcane, Elemental, and Mystical, and Card... Sorry. Elemental, Mystical, and Cardinal. The Elemental one is <coughs> on the core rulebook. The other two are variants. Yes. Yeah. I was going for the Elemental anyways. Cool. Yeah, you can now cast all the spells on the Elemental list, provided you can actually roll the casting numbers. <laughs> Many of which are quite... Uh, and I'm going to raise Toughness to by one. So that's, you, uh, you have a toughness increase available? You probably do. Yes, I do. It's a bit rare, toughness increases, so... I'm going to use it. Um, toughness... Yes, that'll take it up to 41. Yes, and that takes up my toughness bonus to 4. Hmm. And that's yes. your 200 experience spent. Oh, no. Sorry, you've got 100 left, or I've got a miss. Oh, uh, it's... Took 100 to buy the skills, so. Yeah. Um, on the copy of your character sheet I had, you had 180 experience left from last time. Uh, but yeah, no, I was sure you'd I spent 100 of that already. Yes, I did. I, I was going towards buy, and I got the doves. What else was I going to have to get before I switch? Let's take a look. Um... I'm going to look up the career compendium because it's easier to find them in there than in the core rulebook. So it's easier to find them in the core rulebook in the core rulebook, but if you look at a PDF of the core rulebook, then it's not. Okay. Careers. S. Come on, get rid of the SEs, we're finding on to other letters, okay? <laughs> um, spy, just after Soldier. Um, disguise Kit? Um, yeah, I have to buy that, alright. Uh, four homing pigeons. Got that. Okay. That's right. Uh, disguise Kit? Um... You might be able to piece together a few bits and pieces in this village. I suspect that when we next have an adventure with these characters, they'll be somewhere else within the Empire and she'll have had time to acquire what she needs. All right. Let's so have a look and see what it's going to cost you in terms of monetary investment. Um, equipment. Um. Hmm. You think we'll be getting any money from uh, the farmer? Yes. There was a specific. Um, I can't remember what the fee was. If it was twenty gold crowns each, or twenty or thirty for the lot of you, 
but it was a set amount uh, with a bonus for any monsters killed on his lands. So essentially, what we can say is when when we next play these characters, you'll have you'll have more money than you've got now. You'll have spent some on living expenses between now and then. So mm-hmm. he'll have paid you some money. You'll have some of it left, sort of thing. Okay. Uh, okay, it's not. This guy's get five gold crowns. Availability scarce, so you'll generally have to be in a place with quite a large population to find anything like that. So we need to go to a city. Yeah. So, what I'll probably be doing is looking at adventures set in cities. Cool. I love it. <laughs> with the Royal Zoo and everything like that, that makes it stand out so, so much. Um, is there anything in particular I have to buy with my experience, though? Uh, you need to spend a hundred to take the career exit to go to Spy. Alright, but I can't do that yet, so... Why? Because I don't have the disguise kit yet. Ah, I'm happy to say that you'll have been able to purchase one by the start of your next adventure. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, I'm down to 100 now. Yeah. And now I'd like you to make some changes to your character sheet, obviously. Right. (laughs) This is good. I think the others might turn green with envy. <laughs> They're going to spy. spy, spy mm. Yeah, you'll spend the rest of your right. your lateral life. Got the characters. Okay, let's let's start from the beginning. Uh, first thing you get to do is change current career from servant to spy. Right. <clears throat> and then in the previous careers box, you get to write servant. Okay. Uh, next, we'll go down to the character profile. Okay. Uh, we're only changing the advanced scheme, not the uh, starting or current. Okay. Uh, essentially, your advances available to you all disappear, but the ones you've taken, you've already taken. Um. New ones. Don't worry. Um, okay. I've got your character sheet open, so I'll, I'll tell you what to write in the box. Is weapon skill. The, Changes from 0 slash 5 to 0 of 15. Okay. Yeah. Oh, champion. Damn. 40. Ballistic skill changes from 0 of 0 to 0 of 15. Okay. Okay. Uh-oh. Right. Uh, weapon skill... Sorry, strength changes from 0 of 5 to... That stays the same. Okay. Uh... Toughness changes from no, nothing of nothing to none of ten. So okay, yes, I you can I have... I ten. Um, I had not of five. So. No, there, there's no toughness advance for servant. I corrected that on my copy here. I Didn't I take a talent or something? Uh, yeah, ris- yeah, but that's factored in already. It's starting 37, current 37. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright, so you said ten? Yeah, toughness... So you can have two advances in toughness taking it up to 47, okay. which is pretty impressive. Um, agility changes from 10 of 10 to 10 of 20. Yes, you can take two more advances in agility with this career. 
52 is pretty damn impressive. Yes. Just uh, elf-like. Intelligence. Take a deep breath. <laughs> intelligence changes from 5 of 5 to 5 of 20. Uh, willpower changes from 0 of 10 to 0 of 35. Mm -hmm. uh, fellowship changes from 0 of 5 to 0 of 20. Okay. Alright, on the second row, <laughs> on the secondary, attacks change from none of none to none of one. So you can gain a second attack there. Awesome. And wounds change from none of two to none of four. So you could gain an extra four. So essentially, all the advances in this career are... You're not losing any of the potential advances you had from a previous career because they've all overlapped perfectly. Okay. Now... Those are the only changes you need to make to your character sheet so far. However, there are a lot of skills and talents now available to you. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 17 skills available to you. And 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, or 5 talents available to you. So you have plenty to spend your experience on. Do you have any left to spend at the moment? 100. Okay, shall we do talents first? It'll be quicker. Sure. You can't take a talent you've already got. Uh, so the talents available to you are Flea, <coughs> Gwistics, Schema, Suave, or Sixth Sense. Uh, suave, Ooh, Nice. Yeah, Suave and Sixth Sense are an either-or. You can't take both of them from this career. You can only have one before you need to move on to another career to get the other. What do they do? Right, Flee means if you're being chased, you can run away better. Suave or Sixth Sense, just... Okay. So then I can only take either or, so... Yep, I'm just... Here we are. Right. Um... Suave is a plus five bonus to your starting fellowship, which would affect both starting and current. It's one of those stat increase talents. Mm -hmm. And Sixth Sense is a strange feeling when you're in grave danger, and this sometimes alerts you to trouble before it happens. When danger is afoot, the GM may secretly roll a test on your willpower. If successful, the GM may tell you, but you have a bad feeling about your situation or you feel like you're being watched or something. So it's, it's that little warning, that, that prickling sense, that feeling in between your shoulders in the middle of your back that makes you feel like you're being watched. It's that kind of thing. All right, let me ask you, as the GM, mm -hmm. how likely is this to, to come up? Uh, what's your willpower? 33. <laughs> willpower is 33. Um, that's like a one in three one time. You're, yeah. yeah. I... If Very a character nice. has six cents, I will roll it whenever it's applicable, and I'll give them that little warning sensation, or, or they'll notice something that's a little bit odd. So, so yeah, it's not a talent that I will ignore, but your ability to use it at the moment until you increase your willpower is a little bit limited. It's kind yeah. of a thing that will kick in sometimes and be very useful, but not always reliable. 
Yeah. And it's better than plus five. Um, well, I, would I wouldn't say it's better than plus five fellowship. However, it's better than plus five fellowship in a career that has plus 20 fellowship you can pick up for the price of 200 ex- 400 experience points further down the line. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Okay, let's have a look at the skills then. You can take a skill you've already got, in which case it just ticks the next column along, mm. if that makes sense. Right. So the skills are charm, common knowledge, taken twice in two separate common knowledges, so any two common knowledges, concealment, disguise, gossip, lip-reading, Performer, actor, pick lock, shadowing, sleight of hand, secret language, any one secret language, silent move, or speak language in three different languages, each taken separately. And these cost 100? They cost 100 each, yeah. Yeah, concealment's even better, because if you're trying to sneak up behind someone, move silently is great if they can't see you. <laughs> um. Shadowing is the art of following people in a crowd in a more sort of urban environment and stuff like that without being noticed, rather than well, reading it. I tried to use it this um, game, I'm going to go with Light of Hand. Absolutely. It's an advanced skill, so you'll have to write it in. Okay. It's an agility skill, oddly enough. Not odd. Not odd at all. There's very little else you need to know about it, really. It pretty much does what it says on the tin. Okay, so that's my 100 done. Mm. Cool. Does anyone else want to do their advancements now? or I'm looking at it. <laughs> of course, because I'll have to fill in yours, won't I? You certainly will. Um, oh, Karen. Um, I'll have the character sheets from, from Stefan and, uh, mm-hmm. and Jess, and I'll, I'll let Alex know that he gets to advance his character. And he can either do that sort of now or when we're next going to play these guys. They are great. Uh, I don't know what okay. career exits he's got available to him, or do you know already? I'm looking at the page. Oh, um, I'm looking. Unfortunately, I don't have medium armor, full, uh, full medium armor. Um, blessed water I could afford, probably, and four stakes easily afford. But it's the medium armor here, yeah, right? No. What? Otherwise, I was thinking vampire hunter, but. Because um, <laughs> I bounce into tomb robber, then straight into vampire hunter. Two bounces. Nice. Uh, uh, <laughs> Hunter advanced, or is it? Thank you. Oh, one's an advanced. Vampire Hunter's advanced. Is it 100 or 200 for those? <coughs> it's. No, 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 no. You, you misunderstand me, Paul. It's 100 to go to an advanced career, but you have to go through a legal career exit from a. Exactly, which is why it cost me 200. Where are you getting into? No, no, no. To... The reason I'm saying this is that. Mm. It would cost you 200, 100 to get to one career, and 100 to get to the next one. However... Yes. Um, you can pay 200 to get to whichever one you like, right? No, no, no. You, you can pay 200 to change to any basic career that you like, 
But, and, but you, to get to an advanced career, you have to come through a career exit from a basic career. So Correct. You, you can't pay experience to go to any advanced career that you like, but you can pay experience to go to any basic career you like to shorten the path to an advanced career. Yeah, exactly. So if I had the medium armor and the blessed water in the States, okay, <laughs> I would bounce into Tomb Robber immediately, then for 100, and then obviously with the prerequisites um, which I've probably got for Tomb Robber, then with the prerequisites which I know I've got close to getting, I bounce straight into Vampire Hunter after that. Mm. Okay, which is the route to go, but to, but the trouble is, it's the medium armor, which is fairly expensive. Is <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I could drop into Tomb Robber now. All I have to buy is a crowbar, a lantern, and some lamp oil. And if I haven't got the rope, I buy that and an extra sack, and I can go into that, and I get to either. Well, he did, he did like get involved in digging up a dead body in this game. Even and actually going going, going downstairs into the uh, what do we call it crypt mm-hmm. and things of the tower, which is why I thought of it. Um, shield break is nice, but again, it's the medium armor issue. I point out to you that you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight advances in this career you haven't taken yet, including the move advance, if you really want to be move five. <laughs> That's like elf speed. Move. <laughs> um, I've got fleet of foot already, but... Um... Yeah, I know. It's just given that it's like one of the only two careers in the game to have a move advancement on it. It's kind okay. of worth possibly considering. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. You, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. The you've taken so far are the strength, the toughness, and half the agility. You could take the move, the wounds, the other part of the agility to raise it to 24. <coughs> that really is the lowest ability plenty, you've pl- got. Pl- plenty, of things have got to, plenty of things have got good agility bonuses. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm just letting you I know. Mean, two robbers, 10. Vampire Hunters, what, 15? Yeah. So uh, forget agility. The mm. move is potential. Plenty of wounds exits. So it's the only stat there is move plus one. Um, everything else is okay. Mm. So if I take. Oh, wow. This is. The move. Interesting. I'm looking. the character sheet is like 500 kilobytes less than the others, despite the fact it's exactly the same form. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah. The Tomb Robber is not so good, apart from the things you look at your talents, luck uh, or sixth sense. You haven't, yeah. put, uh, you haven't put Magic Law down as a talent ever, but... Uh, no, it, it wasn't as a skill. Magic Law... I, I put it as a skill, skill. right. Cool. <clears throat> right. Um, I think it's a talent, because you can't take another Magic Law afterwards. Yeah, true. Okay, so let's have a look at this. Have I got uh challenge equipment, trappings, da 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 Okay, got that, got that, got that. Okay, I have to buy two sacks, ten yards of rope, a crowbar, lantern and lamp oil. One minute, one minute, one minute. Um, I'm in the wrong place, aren't I? I shouldn't be looking here at all. I should be looking in careers. Find a wizard career. Yeah. 
rather than looking through the magic book trying to find the obscure part where it says you can only have one magic law and stuff like that, I'll just look up a wizard career and see if it says, there we go, um, talents, um, skill, um, hmm. I may have to keep looking through the magic book after all. Uh, yeah, it was quite unclear in the, in the mm. skill thing. I think it's I think it's just arcane law. I'll just check the skills. Well, which, whichever way it is, you've got it now. Yeah. And we know you've got it. Uh, yes, I know where it is. It's just uh, on the top of uh, every 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 spell list. Mm. A little small passage says you need arcane law, amber, fire. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's in brackets. Okay, let's. Let's do this the long way then. Right. Never mind. Yeah. Well, as I said, we know it's been dealt with now. Um, just a matter of moving it to the talents or keeping keeping it in skills. So no big deal. It is a talent and not a skill. Yeah. It's a base. Yeah. Yeah, because a skill would be something you roll every t in mm, percentile every time you do it, whereas a talent is a something that it just is there. Yeah. Good. So you have arcane law, ashki. Precise. Or arcane law. Mm. So I'm going then. Okay. Quite simple. <clears throat> it's going to be plus one movement. Straight into uh, buy some stuff, tomb robber. I say tomb robber gets me to because uh, I accidentally closed your character sheet there. Okay, mm -hmm. so you're taking a move advance. Yeah, for movement five. Oh, that's not good. There it is. Uh huh. Yeah. And I'm going straight into. Then uh, I need to buy some stuff. <coughs> a right. crowbar. I've got the money for it, so I'm going to Tomb Robber. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a slight problem with your character sheet, in that okay. apparently you have 300 experience to spend and not two. Okay. So I'm going to look did... at it. One moment, I'm going to look at it, because you've got total 500, yeah? Mm -hmm. you've, you've had your free advance, you've taken mm -hmm. two more. Did you I've get taken, a new I've taken three. at some point? I took, uh, I took very resilient... Ah. Oh, sorry. I, I, I took very resilient, and then I took the toughness bonus, which then put me up. Well, including the free advance, I've taken very resilient and the toughness bonus to give me toughness four. <coughs> I've taken very yeah, strong. I, yeah, I believe you should have 200, not 300. Yeah. Uh, also, I found it. You have trade minor. You do not have trade stonecrafting at all, but 
I'm not going to go back and say, let's redo that whole scene, because that would just be silly. No, 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 okay. Trade minor than it was, I'm mm-hmm. my mistake. Okay. Can we turn off the recording, by the way? Sure, sure. Uh, give me a moment. 